This is Seriously Though, where it's all about ripping back the rug and cleaning up what's underneath. Y'all ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to this space, a place where the vibes are positive and the love, man, the love is real. Seriously, though, I'm your girl, Claire, and uh, just checking in on you. <laughs> How's it going? How's it going? I hope, you're, I hope you're well, you're healthy, you're safe, you are staying grounded and not being consumed and overwhelmed which I'm sure is easier said than done because even in my own case, it can be a lot. It's been a lot. What, how things change in just a few weeks, just a few weeks. Do you think it's, it's just, uh, just a fluke. And then it turns out to be a full blown real deal. So if you have had to take a moment and get yourself together a few times, that's okay. Me too. Me too. I'm right there with you. It's been an adjustment both professionally and personally in communication and how effective I can be when it comes to supporting the technology that is so rampant out there and, and trying to keep everybody connected. It's a lot. So it's been pretty intense and I had to take a moment and not feel guilty about it because when you do everything all the time and you try and be there for everybody, <laughs> you can feel guilty about something, especially when it comes to taking time for yourself. So another topic for another time, but I had to take a step back and just be like, okay, you know what? All right, fuck it. <laughs> this, this is what's happening in 2020. All right. Okay. Let me get these boxing gloves strapped up because no flights over here, ho. No, <laughs> no flights to fear. None of that. I am fighting, okay? So let me get my boxing gloves on and just fighting through the madness and trying to restore some humanity and some faith and some hope, some optimism, right? So that's where I am with that. It's, it's easier said than done, as I've said, but... It definitely helps the situation when you can keep light shining in the darkness. That is the truth. I do have a couple questions <laughs> and I need answers, okay? Who the hell is eating on the toilet paper? I want to know this. I want to find them and let them know that it's not cool. <laughs> and second of all, what? the hell were you cleaning your house with before now <laughs> i know i know there if you're like me you have a designated day or two throughout the week where you get down and do your cleaning your hard cleaning i mean wiping walls wiping baseboards um cleaning out the refrigerator mopping dusting you know the full nine yards of cleaning you have one or two days, and then the rest of the week you pick up here and there until you come back around to that day. 
I guess that memo wasn't passed out and somebody said, let me just, let's, let me just start doing the whole damn house right now. It's effective. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely effective, but, um, you're a little bit behind the curve. <laughs> I know it's, it's, I have to laugh. Humor is the best medicine for me. I enjoy having a smile on my face because I can laugh through the pain. I can smile through any malicious feeling or bad feeling. It's just a light in me. And I'm hope I'm hopeful that I can just give a little bit of that light to you. Now, I said, I'm hope. I'm not hope. I'm Claire. Sorry about that. <laughs> Don't mean to confuse you. Um, but, yeah. Speaking of Claire's, speaking of Claire's, I had a moment to reflect just a few days ago. Um, my grandmother's 75th birthday, whose name was Claire, her 75th birthday would have been on March 20th. March 20th. A special day to me. And it, um, it was weird not having her here to celebrate with us, but my family and I, we got together and we shared some moments of, of, of laughter and, and just things that our favorite pictures of my grandmother and, and just things that made us smile. And we grow from the grief that we, we have been dealing with over the last about, Almost, well, about a year and a half now. It'll be two years in December. So it was um, it was something special because, of course, like I said, communication has kind of changed right now. You can't really fraternize with each other uh, unless you're six feet apart. <laughs> and so it was a little bit different, but the group, let's just say the family group thread is lit. And we lit it up with some awesome pictures and memories and moments. And um, it, it really, it really was a good day. In light of everything that's going on and all the external pandemic, it was just a, a, a safe place, a space where we could just be. And it felt we had a huge sense of normalcy. And it was a beautiful moment, and uh, so that's what I've been up to. That's what I've been doing. I haven't haven't really been doing much of anything else besides going with the flow and, and trying to not get run the hell over by <laughs> the bus that is 2020. I'm trying to get a seat on that hoe, so. <laughs> but anyway, come on, come on. I hope you have what you need, and I want to have some, I want to have a moment with you, okay? Have you ever been talking to someone and something comes up in the conversation that you're really sensitive about, or the subject matter makes you, the subject matter triggers you in a sense, you have that emotional response or you have something triggered mentally that trickles down into an emotion and it prevents you from wanting to go further in that conversation or to actually address that situation, having that hard talk. Have you ever had that happen to you? Because I know I've had it happen to me. And then 
I had to stop doing that. I had to break away from that. And the reason why, because it wasn't really giving me any resolve. There was no resolution at the end of the conversation. I never finished because I never finished the conversation. So I wanted to know why are you so damn sensitive? <laughs> no, I asked myself that. That is the question that I asked myself. Why am I too sensitive about this? I'm so sensitive about this. It's too emotional. I'm in my feelings. I, I, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm good with it. I realized something in that. And this was very recently. I realized something in that sensitivity. Sensitivity. That S tore my ass up just then. <laughs> but I realized in sensitivity that therein lies a problem. If I am so triggered by the subject matter, by the issue, there is no way in the hell I am actively participating in resolution. For example, there are certain things personally, one of them being, as you know, my nephew that has autism. That It's a certain level of trigger with that because of who he is and how his life has been changed. There is a certain level of trigger when it comes to even my grandmother. Even just talking about her just now, there was a, a damn ninja that ran by here with habanero peppers and onions and just start throwing them. <laughs> just chopping them up and throwing them around and rubbed it in my eye some so they burning and watery and stuff. Damn ninja. <laughs> but even with that, and we all know that death is a part of life. That's a part of the life cycle. But you never really adjust to your life without that person you well you you can adjust but it's still always there it's a part of your growth so even with that I'm still kind of sensitive on that topic as well but I know in talking about my grandmother and sharing with you just how awesome and amazing she was or sharing with you that <clears throat> excuse me, my nephew is engaging or sharing with you some experience that I've had in my past that may be touchy, it may be sensitive, but I know to work through it, I've got to desensitize. So I wonder, what, what, why, what are you so sensitive about? What is it, what is it in you that you're just like, nah, I, I'm not going to deal with that one. I'm going to put it back, put it way, way back, and not deal with it, not address it. Well, darling, I'm here to tell you that the sensitivity in itself, like I said, that is an issue. I was watching a comedy special. Wait, let me see. Who was that? Oh, Mr. Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. I believe it was the Sticks and Stones comedy special that he had on Netflix. 
And it was pretty. Uh, first of all, I love that man. He's I, I just love his comedy style, and I'm tickled at him at any and everything he does, and I respect his craft so much. Anyway, he was talking. He is usually one to. Don't give a damn how you feel about it. It's going to be, it's him and he is going to deal with it and he is going to make a joke about it. And not because of the, not making the situation laughable, but in an essence, desensitizing the audience on the subject. And he said something that that really rang true that in comedy, Everybody is just too damn sensitive. You can't make a joke about a damn thing now. And I, I thought about that because, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm one that really believes that, I, I think it's true when it's said that art imitates life. So as being a stand-up comedian and, and just being being an awesome <laughs> comedian at that, that, that's true. It's you can't joke about a damn thing. Like earlier, I wanted to say, <clears throat> excuse me, that 2019 thought they had it down, thought it had it down, but 2020 was like, hold my corona. So <laughs> I can chuckle on that. And it's making, it's not making light of the situation. It's bringing some medicine in. But it, it rings, it attributes to the fact that you might be too sensitive on it. The sensitivity hinders the ability to actually be active in the resolution. To be active, to participate in changing the tide. The tide that is going against you when it comes to actually overcoming the obstacle that is placed in front of you. Cut that shit out. Is what I want to say. And to break that down. To put it in a better term. It, there is a way. To. Bring it down. So if something is brought up to you. And it is something that you have an emotional. Or mental tie to. Even when it is brought up, you can deal with it because you are no longer as sensitive. And to do that desensitizing, I've said it before, you've got to normalize the dialogue. How you are and I are talking right now, how, how you are, how you are participating right now just by being an active listener and going into that place and wondering like hmm maybe i am too sensitive about that and cheryl she didn't really mean to put it like that i i, I shouldn't have cussed her ass out i really shouldn't have. i took it too damn far that's the reflection the introspection that's active you are actively participating in the change right we got to evolve, baby. So in doing that, maybe you can go back to Cheryl and say, and let her know, be vulnerable. I don't, I don't know 
when that moment, and it, it, I don't know when it stopped being a thing to be honest about how you feel about something. Because in letting somebody know the real, Cheryl didn't know that your cousin was like that. Cheryl didn't know, she didn't know that. <laughs> it's not her fault, okay? Go back and let her know. And I don't know who Cheryl is, but maybe you know a Cheryl. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, the way that you take the, not all of the emotion, but take the trigger away. The emotion there is fine. That fuels your passion in, in being in participation. Let that fuel that passion. But the trigger in itself, take that out of the equation. And to do how you do that is to let to vocalize how you feel. Vocalize it. And if, if, listen, if Cheryl ass don't like it, she can piss up a rope. Okay? And that's pretty damn difficult. Piss up that rope, Cheryl, because I'm letting you know this is why your reaction is your reaction. That's how you deal with it. But this is why I was triggered and I am, I am willing to Join you in a conversation about it now that you know the backstory. It's important to give that, give that, that set it up. You have to set it up. You know, in a story, it's very important to know. It's important to describe, to be very descriptive of the surrounding, of the setting, of what led up to a certain event to Give it some background. Give it some meat. Don't want to read a one-page damn book. That ain't me. <laughs> so give me some more pages. Give me more to read. And like I said, once you provide the background and you actually identify what that trigger is, you won't be so sensitive anymore. Before my triggers were somebody joking about someone with a, a mental disorder or disability or someone mistreating their grandmother or speaking badly about her, regardless of the type of person she was, honestly. And it would infuriate me. It would make me sad, frustrate me, and, and just bring sadness to my heart and, and tears to my eyes. But even in that, I had to, I had to take a moment and voice why I was going there. And once I started to do that, those who were listening, and I mean listening to comprehend, not listening to respond to me, but listening to comprehend, they took in what I said and allowed that to become more like, oh, okay, well, damn, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. I, I really didn't. Well, how can I help? Or what can I do? 
or what can we do together? That's where we're going. That's where you and I need to be. So instead of getting in your feelings the next time on something, why don't you voice why that's so feely? Come up with an idea to start to get over that trigger, to remove that trigger out of the equation. And then also formulate an idea that'll help you deal with that so it becomes habitual. It becomes something that you do almost naturally. Now I'm not so I'm not so triggered. <laughs> I'm not so triggered, but I, I can get very passionate. And that is why I said the emotion is still important to keep in that. But the trigger I have to step away from. And you can lie and say, oh, I, I'm just, I don't get emotional about anything. Or I just, nah, nope. The right subject, the right topic, you get emotional too. You're triggered too. And that's okay. That's okay. That's all right. We're human. I, I know I am. God knows I am. I, <laughs> child, whoo. It's a lot. It's so peopley sometimes. <laughs> but ultimately, I want you to not carry that with you anymore. It mucks it up. It definitely does, and it just, it has a stench, that sensitivity. And it just, it just has a, gives you a, a rotten feeling. Because you're not really working through anything. You're just staying there. Okay, so that happened. You you experienced that. Okay. But now it's time to answer the question, are you going to have a victim mentality or a victor's mentality? You're going to move beyond this. And evolve. That's what it is all about. That is real. Whoo, that is real. So, get the hell out your feelings. <laughs> and I, I want to know, like, what what does get you there? What what takes you to that point? You know, what what makes it so? What blinds you so hard, so much that you can't see? beyond and how do you think that you can get out of that because my way isn't the highway right is 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 not always the right way for everybody we are individuals you're different i'm different you know it's that's just what it is that's how it works that's how it rolls so how do you implement your evolution that is that is what i charge you with while we are out here not meeting up with each other <laughs> and, and and staying in the house and reading and enriching our lives and growing and eating all of the foods <laughs> don't eat all your snacks i'm telling you take a moment and think about why am i so sensitive 
identify those topics, identify those subjects, and then come up with a game plan. Come up with some action. Come up with a, a way that you can go through that. And yeah, I know it's restricted right now, but take advantage of the resources that whatever is available, take advantage of them. And, 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 and man, just desensitize. <laughs> it's tough. I, and I'm coming from, coming from where I'm coming from. It is tough. It is tough. But I think you are more than capable of, of doing that. And like I said, if Cheryl ass don't get it, she can do what? Piss up a rope. <laughs> Piss right on up that rope. Whew, boy. It's, it's, it's intense out here, y'all. It really is. I need you to, I need you to keep your wits about yourself. Don't, don't succumb to that fear. Do whatever you have to do, whatever you believe, however you feel, whatever you Whatever you do to go into that positive place, that safe place, do it. Do it. I welcome you here. Stay with me as long as you want. (laughs) I don't care. Just, Just be mindful. Be logical. Okay? Don't go into that pit. Don't become overwhelmed. Ride the wave. Don't let it tumble your ass because it is trying really hard. Okay? You really can't catch a break out here because the pollen is about to damn kill me. <laughs> it's rough. It was so bad it knocked my damn glasses off my face. I ain't lying. I am not lying. I went outside and whoosh, I said, ain't this about some shit? <laughs> it's a real liar, man. <sighs> man, I love you. And I really cannot get along without you. I can't. I can't. Anyway, continue to wash your hands. Definitely don't touch your face. Um, You shouldn't be picking boogers anyway. Let that shit go. (laughs) It is time. You're an adult. And just just stay, stay together. And uh, enjoy the new ways of, well, I shouldn't say the new ways, but enjoy the great ways of communicating. I cannot wait till, like, have, I want to have a huge video conference call. That's, that's what I want to do. Just have, like, 70 people just video conference call. I know that might be a lot, but it would be lit. (laughs) Oh, man. Enjoy some, some goods. Don't get bogged down by the bads. I'm me. You're you. I love you. And uh, love, light, laughter, and my mama collard greens. I'm out. Peace.